Hello friends, welcome to today's episode on musical epics with Shari. I am your host, Sharon Boduwa Bodu. You can call me Shari if you love what I do. Today's episode seeks to give us a deeper understanding on this month's theme from a musical perspective. Get ready as we dive into today's song. down, down left right, right left square, circle, start. You confused? I don't understand what's going on either. Hopefully by the time we finish working through this episode, we'll all be clear-headed. I am super excited for today's episode because what I'm about to talk about is a subject that I think about quite often and I'm thrilled that I get to share some thoughts on it from a musical perspective. But before we get into all of that, I want to say welcome back to Musical Epics with Shari. I also want to say a very big thank you to all my supporters for listening, sharing, sending me feedback and encouraging messages and just for loving on me so much. I really, really appreciate all of you. Also, I have a very important announcement at the end of the episode. So kindly listen throughout the whole episode so that you can catch the announcement. Right. Now that we have all of that out of the way, let's get straight into the music commentary, shall we? The title of today's episode is The Number One Cheat Code to Life. In case you were wondering, no, that is not the title of today's song or any other song for that matter. The aim, however, is that by the time today's episode ends, I would have introduced you to the number one cheat code to life and some tips and tricks to achieving this cheat code. Inasmuch as I am so eager to reveal to you what this cheat code is, it would be so naive of me to think that all my listeners know what a cheat code is. As a matter of fact, I had never heard of a cheat code till I started preparing for this episode. So if you don't know what a cheat code is, don't worry, I got you. Cheat codes are used in video games and they involve the video game player using various methods to create an advantage that is beyond normal gameplay in order to make the game much more easier. Simply put, cheat codes make the game fun and easier and they are usually not part of the original game code. So for example, there are a series of codes, kind of like the one I gave you at the very beginning of the episode. That gives you another life in a video game when under normal circumstances you are supposed to be dead. So basically, cheat code bypass the normal actions and reactions to help the video game become a lot more easier and fun. How would you feel if I tell you that in this game of life, there are cheat codes? Yes, there are. You heard me right. There are cheat codes. And today, I present one to you which says, the purpose of pain is to make or break you. You decide. The song under discussion today is Stronger by Mandisa. Some people know Mandisa from the fifth season of American Idol, while others will know her from her many hit records, including Overcomer. Honestly, before this episode, the only songs by Mandisa that I knew of were Overcomer and Stronger. I was drawn to the song Stronger because of the impact of the lyrics in the song. After listening to the song, I got two things. One, there had to be a personal story or experience behind the song. 
I realized that the two songs, Overcomer and Stronger, had some things in common. They were too powerful to be birthed out of just creativity. There had to be a story behind them. So I started digging. Now, let me just say, I am not so good at research, so I could only dig as far as my strength could allow. But I found something. In fact, I found a lot of things that endeared Mandisa to my heart. Mandisa has been through a lot, so she actually knew what she was talking about when she sang those songs, especially Stronger. The message she was trying to drive home was something she had experienced for herself. She was and is the living proof of the song Stronger. You don't believe me? Let me tell you a little about her story. When Mandisa auditioned for American Idol, Simon Cowell made hateful and hurtful comments about her weight on national television. Hold up. I don't like it when anybody makes comments about my body size in front of my friends and family. And she had to go through that on national TV? As if that wasn't enough. She struggled with her weight her whole life because she wanted to feel less beautiful. No, no, no. Hold up again. This is the first time I'm ever hearing that a girl wanted to be less beautiful. You know why she wanted to be less beautiful? It was because she was molested when she was younger. So in her mind, she associated being beautiful with danger. Fast forward, she lost her best friend to breast cancer after hearing explicitly from God that he was going to heal her. And that plunged her into depression for three years. Three solid years sis was in her house. She shut everybody out and she was just comfortable in the dark. And I kind of understand her because the worst kind of pain you could go through is the one that you don't see coming. So when she sings about pain, it's not something that is foreign to her. The interesting thing is she just doesn't sing about pain. She talks about how pain makes you stronger. Wait a minute, wait a minute. How in heaven does painful situations make us stronger? After all that she went through, how could she possibly say that pain brings strength? What did she see? I watched a YouTube video where this man asked an important question. He asked, if you could ask God any question and you knew he would give you an answer, what would you ask him? According to him, the most answer he got was the question, why is there pain and suffering in the world? And I thought about it and I realized that would be a question I would ask God. Maybe not the first question because the first question would definitely be why I wasn't born in South Korea. <laughs> On a more serious note, that is a question I would ask God because sis, pain is painful and suffering is hard. And I know all too well that you know that because we've all been in some form of pain in our lifetime. And pain, suffering, hardships make people do the worst things or change people to become the worst versions of themselves. There are some pain that we cause and bring upon ourselves, but that doesn't hurt as much as the ones that are thrust upon us or the ones that we can't control, like a loved one passing away or being heartbroken or being betrayed. I've heard people say things like, if God is a good God, then why is there pain and suffering in this world? 
I've had arguments about free will and sin and others being raised and counted, but that is not why we are here. I'm sure we can have a debate, a heated one, about why pain exists, but I think the last thing anybody needs when they are going through pain is a theory about why pain exists. The most important thing to me is how we would handle the pain, which we We've already established that it's constant. It's going to come for us all. I don't know why I'm starting to sound like Klaus or Elijah Michelson, but that's the bitter truth. Shout out to all the original fans out there. (laughs) Mandisa, from her own painful experience, tries to tell us how to deal with pain. You know, change our perspective on how we view pain and gift us with cheat codes to help make this life full of pain a lot easier and fun. Let me issue a disclaimer though. This is not to say you are going to be immune to pain and not feel it at all. No, I wish I had the power to grant you all that ability, but I don't. What I hope to do is to help you handle pain better so that you don't fall flat on your face every time you experience it and let it paralyze you or stunt you. Some things I'm going to say might be difficult to hear, especially if you're going through pain right now. But just know it's coming from a place of love. Feel free to disagree with me. I just want to open up a conversation about handling pain. The song starts off with Mandisa talking to us like the big sister we all need. And that's the general posture throughout the whole song. She makes some interesting statements in the verse 1 and I want to quote them to you. It says, and I quote, Thinking about how your world ain't right. And you wonder if things will ever get better. And you're asking, is it, sorry, and you're asking why is it always raining on you? And as I listened, I thought this is the exact situation we find ourselves in when we are in pain. It feels like you are not in control of anything. So you start to question a higher authority. Pain turns your life upside down. And it puts you in a situation you do not want to be in. And then what happens is that we do not allow ourselves to feel this sense of hopelessness and validated that it's okay to feel not in control. Because in actual fact, there are a lot of things we cannot control. You do not have to walk around being macho all the time. Allow yourself to feel the need to be dependent on someone and stop trying to control everything. If 2020 has taught us anything, is that there are some things we cannot control and some of those things are very painful, period, with a T. Hear me say this, we cannot control what life throws at us. What we control is whether we let the pain make or break us. Have you ever thought about how two people would be in the same painful situation but have different outcomes? How two ladies can come out of a bad relationship? One turns vengeful and very bitter, while the other uses the lesson to work on herself. Someone might lose a loved one to a disease, and then turn bitter and angry at the world, while the other person will use the opportunity to set up a foundation to bring awareness to the disease and help other people. Why is that? Two different reactions in the same situation. It is you who decides whether the pain you are feeling will make or break you because the pain will come. If you try to use your energy to explain the pain away, you might end up explaining God away. 
God does his best work in the unseen, where we do not understand. That's where he works best. So the point is not to understand, but is to trust God and invite him in your pain. Mandisa goes on to talk about how we shouldn't let the weight of the pain hang us down, but we should trust and believe that God is right there in our pain, even if it feels like he isn't. I've heard it being said that God doesn't sympathize or empathize with us in our pain like a friend would. You know how a friend would, you know, sit with you, talk to you, give you hugs and reassurances just to make you feel better. That's not what God does. He doesn't sit with you. He sits in you. So he feels every single pain too. He is not alien to your pain at all. So whatever you're going through, he knows and he understands. In verse 2, Mandisa gives us tips and tricks on how to deal with pain. And the amazing thing is that the tips and tricks I got after my research relate so well with the lyrics in verse 2. More like the lyrics are explanations to my point. So I'm just going to go ahead and give both of them to you. The first one is to take ownership. In other words, take responsibility of the situation or the pain. If you contributed in any way to the pain, you have to own that part and take responsibility for it. Then make sure that what you did to cause that doesn't happen again. And you have to forgive yourself for the role you played to bring that pain on yourself. If the pain was thrust upon you by another person, please, please don't spend the rest of your life blaming that other person. You have to forgive them for you. And I know, I know, I know, I know that it's easier said than done. And it's going to take a while, but you still have to try. If not for anything, for your well-being and for your mental health, you have to try to forgive the other person. Mandisa puts it like this, try and do the best you can. Speaking of mental health and well-being, let me throw in a bonus point, which is to prioritize your well-being. The thing with pain is that it affects our mental health so bad. And once our mental health is bad, every aspect of our life is in trouble. This is why you cannot allow pain to determine the rest of your lifestyle because trust me, it won't be good. You have to do everything possible to break free, not for the other person who hurt you, but for yourself. I know it feels like you are not in control right now, but you are, honestly, you are. You just need a shift in your perspective because with the right perspective and positive attitude, you have power. And that is why I'm coming to you today with these tips and tricks, this cheat code to help give you perspective. The first point is to take ownership. Bonus point is to prioritize your well-being. The second point is to be interdependent. When I was doing my research, I found out that this point generally means to not deal with pain in solitude because there is massive healing in community. There has to be at least one person in your life who knows the pain you are going through and will be there for you. But also I found that the most important part of interdependency is to be dependent on God. Mandisa puts it like this and I quote, Hold on and let him hold your hand. Immediately I understood the concept of interdependency. My attention was drawn to the fact that the lyric statement is in two parts. The part where you hold on and the part where God holds your hand. 
These two parts cannot work in isolation. You cannot decide to just hold on in your own strength because you can't. Sorry to burst your bubble, but you will break down. And you cannot let God hold your hands while you give in to the pain and give up on yourself. So remember, while you hold on, make sure God is holding your hand. And while he's holding your hand, make sure you are holding on. The third point is to let go. If I'm being honest with you, this is the most abstract advice I've ever received. For a while, I didn't understand what it meant. Does it mean I should go and stand in the sun, open my arms wide, and look up smiling? I'm letting go. Does it mean I have to remix Let It Go song from the movie Frozen? (laughs) After I thought about it, this is what I came up with. Letting go is to allow yourself to feel and to continuously tell yourself what to think if your mind is not telling you what you need to hear. Okay, let me repeat that. Letting go is to allow yourself to feel and to continuously tell yourself what to think if your mind is not telling you what you need to hear. You cannot address a pain that you pretend does not exist. And you cannot take control if you allow your mind to think whatever it wants, especially if it's based on your emotions and your feelings. Because I'm sorry to say this, but your feelings are never, ever going to sign up for all of this. So you would have to do it without them. Mandisa puts it like this, and I quote, Go on and fall into the arms of Jesus. Ah, isn't that good? That's just good. (laughs) Now that we have the tips and tricks out of the way, I want to talk about a certain group of people. These people are people who haven't experienced any significant amount of pain. And I use the word significant advisably because I know we all have had pain because we are all humans, but some pain override others, right? You know, the situation where you are sulking about something and then you meet someone who is in the worst situation and you use that to console yourself. Let me give you a typical example. Just around the time that I was preparing for this episode, I had this strong feeling of being unloved. I I felt like I was alone and I wasn't loved. I felt really sad, like no one cared and it made me miserable. So I had to pause the preparation. I stayed in bed for like a whole day. And then I heard the story of a woman who lost her mom, moved in to stay with her stepfather and two stepbrothers, and she lost all three of them in the span of two years. I couldn't imagine the loneliness and the pain she had to go through. And I knew I had to be grateful for my family, get myself out of bed, and do what I have to do because I have people around me who actually love me. And that's a good thing because when I heard her story, it changed my perspective. But there is another side to this. There is another side to the coin. And this is where another person's pain invalidates your pain and gives you anxiety for the future. For example, you probably have both parents living and you hear stories about how painful it is to lose a parent. Instead of it encouraging you to spend more time with your parents, you rather grow anxious and become afraid of when you are going to lose your parents. And I don't know, 
if I'm the only one who goes through this, but if you are listening to me and you have this same feeling, you have anxiety for the future because you hear so many horror stories going around in the world, I want you to say it in a comment, DM me, whatever it is, let's talk, okay? Because honestly, I do not hear people talk about this a lot, but that it, this is something that I feel and it's something that I'm working in right now. So like I said, if you are listening to me and you have the same feeling, kindly DM me and let's unpack this trauma and anxiety together. And I also just want you to know that this is also a form of pain and trauma and it is very valid. So I honestly want to invite you to walk with me through this trauma and anxiety. You can reach out to me on IG and we can unpack this anxiety together and figure out how to deal with it. The other parts of the songs are encouraging words from our big sister Mandisa to all of us. Asking us to believe in her when she tells us that God is going to use our pain to make us stronger. How is it going to happen? I don't know. Why does it happen? I don't know. All I know is that you decide whether the pain makes you stronger or the pain knocks you out of the fight. It is your decision and it's based on your perspective. My favorite part of the song is The Bridge, which talks about how God is faithful to complete the work he started in us if only we believe. Y'all, you, you have to listen to the song if you haven't because it has so much power and message. If you already know the song, I hope the next time you listen to it, you do it with fresh insights because of this podcast episode. Thank you all so much for tuning in, but I want you to do me a favor. Kindly submit a review of this podcast or episode on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on Anchor, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Also, share this episode on your WhatsApp status, your IG stories, Facebook, and all over social media platforms. Be sure to reach out to me or follow me on IG at Shari underscore Bodu so that we can keep the conversation going. If you've listened up to this point, then it means you like me. You do. You know you like me. So please, please, please subscribe to this podcast so that you get notified anytime I release an episode. Now, to the announcement that I have. Fortunately or unfortunately, this episode is going to be the last episode for 2020. Bummer. I know. But... Your sister has to go back inside and, you know, think and, you know, get poured back into so that next year I'll be able to pour out more into you guys. This whole podcast journey is new to me. If I continue to pour out without being refilled, I might end up being like a desert and we don't want that to happen. So I have to go and, you know, refill and then come back next year and keep pouring into you guys. But you can still reach out to me on IG. Um, you can follow me and we can keep the conversation going. But this episode is going to be the last episode in 2020. So thank you once again for listening. The song I talked about today is Stronger by Mandisa. Take care. Uh, happy Christmas in advance. Enjoy the holidays. Love on your family and your friends. So we meet again in 2021. Be blessed. Stay safe and see you soon. Bye.